Sky Carumba, September 25th through October 1st, 2022. The week starts with a new moon. Mercury is too close to the sun to see. If you see Venus, it's with binoculars rising before sunrise. Saturn rises before sunset and is partly up the eastern sky when darkness begins. Jupiter rises at sunset. It's at opposition on Monday at a distance of 3.95 astronomical units from us. An astronomical unit is the average distance between the sun and the earth. The planet hasn't been this close since 1963, and it won't be this close again until 2129. Listen to the Sky Caramba podcasts from earlier this month to find out more. And if you have a telescope, definitely get it out and look at Jupiter this week. This is as exciting as in 2003, when Mars was the closest to Earth as it had been in about 63,000 years. Your telescope will give you its best view of the Jovian cloud bands, the planet's moon's shadows on the disk, and the great red spot. If you don't have a telescope, I suggest being friendly with someone who does. Mars rises late evening. It's also worth a look in a telescope. It's approaching opposition in December, so it still looks kind of small. But if you keep looking over the next few months, you can see the red planet getting bigger and start seeing red and green areas and maybe a polar ice cap. Mercury makes its way into the morning sky and is visible below rising Leo with a clear horizon. Mercury's retrograde until the end of the week. It's moving westward among the stars behind it as it rises earlier each day. Direct motion resumes on Saturday. The moon crosses the equator southward on Monday. It will pass 2.3 degrees from Antares on Friday. The way tides are often explained, people get the idea that the moon pulls on water the way a magnet pulls on metal. It's not that simple. If it was, there would be tides on every river and lake. Aquariums, swimming pools, and your pet's water dish would be affected. If you filled a jug with water or most any other drink at low tide and let it sit, it would overflow at high tide. Since half or more of your body weight is water, you'd gain and lose a lot of weight every day just because of the moon crossing the sky. We don't experience things like that, so what's really going on with the tides? The moon's gravity is actually pulling on everything on Earth. Earth's gravity is pulling back, and it wins the tug of war. Earth's having more of an effect on the moon than vice versa, so the moon orbits the Earth. And even when the moon's overhead, you can jump as high as you can, you're not making it to the moon. But like I said, the moon does have some effect on everything on Earth. It is pulling on it gravitationally. As Earth goes around the sun, it wobbles a little bit from the orbital ellipse as the Earth and moon go around a shared center of gravity. That causes water depths to change in Earth's oceans, somewhat like when water sloshes back and forth in a cup when you move it back and forth. The ocean sloshing is long and slow, though, compared to how fast the Earth rotates. So during the course of a day, a place that has tides rotates through the high and low water levels. In most of those places, there are two high tides and two low tides every day. Now that's another thing that proves the magnet and metal analogy is incomplete. 
One high tide happens on the side of the Earth the moon is on. The other happens on the opposite side. If the moon attracted only water strongly enough to cause tides, it would cause one low tide on the opposite side instead of two low tides between two high tides. The high tide on the opposite side is caused by the mostly solid part of Earth being nudged a little toward the moon amid the water. There is much more to the tides. The water depth change from low to high tide varies from place to place because of the shapes of the shorelines and the ocean floor. It also varies from day to day because of the moon's ever-changing position. And the sun is involved in the gravitational tug between the Earth and the moon. When all three line up, there can be some very high tides with very low tides in between. Maybe you've heard of atmospheric tides. Those are real, but they're not caused by the moon. Gravity is at work on the Earth's atmosphere, of course, but so are a lot of other forces that overcome any tidal effect the moon can have there. Atmospheric tides are caused by the sun heating the air and causing it to expand, and then the air contracting as it cools. The atmosphere expands again for a while at night, when atoms in the ionosphere recombine and radiate some energy. In places where the weather's stable enough all day, very sensitive barometers can detect those slight air pressure changes. Sometimes the wind changes a little, too. If a storm or a frontal system is in the region, though, the pressure and wind changes associated with it will wipe out any atmospheric tidal effects. With ocean tides, a storm can actually make things a lot worse. Sky Caramba, 